Well, hello there, and thanks for joining us for Q&A this morning. So yeah. this is your opportunity to text in questions you might have from the sermon this morning. So the number is up on the screen, and we would encourage you to do that. So we have Tony Anderson with us this morning. So grateful for you teaching on this this morning. Yeah, it was a blessing. Fun to study the scriptures for the purpose of teaching. Yeah, yeah. it was it was great. And I have to say, um, praying the promises. And so that, that was really interesting to me because I've been in that position, like with Romans 8.28, where I'm like, okay, I know these promises are true, but not having prayed those in situations, um, I think that was really powerful. I think when we pray the promises, again, it aligns our heart with the will of God, and then we're more attuned to what obedience could look like, and we're also more aware we're seeing God work because mm -hmm. He will bring about His promises, and if we're in tune with them and we're praying them, it's just one of those things where we get encouraged because we see Him working. Um, I think if I ever taught this again, I may actually I do it backwards, work backwards, because when we have a pure heart and we pray his promises, God, one of the ways God works is through the prayers of his people. Mm. So God is sovereign over the end, and but also the means to get there, and he has said he'll use the prayers of his people to accomplish his purposes. So um, the the Nehemiah prayers is a perfect example of those three, and specifically remembering what he has promised and asking God to bring it about. Is, uh, it, it was a good word for me. It really, and it's such a powerful prayer in the beginning to start Nehemiah. I think it's yeah. easy. I mean, the first time I read through that first chapter, I was like, okay, he prayed, you know, and right. just kind of noted it, but not realizing the implication of, of that prayer. Yeah. And so I think it's yeah. really powerful to, to dig further into that and just— Another example of the power of scripture yeah, and how sure. it applies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do have some questions where we can okay. go ahead and um, get kicked off. And so as we've talked from last week and this week about the rubble and about what our hearts break for and the brokenness, um, this question, how do I deal with my heart of being cold towards things that are broken? For example, and so they give an example here for their family. Um, with my family, I've gotten so used to ignoring communication to my parents there were deep wounds. No communication or limited communication has helped me move forward. So that separation is allowed, they're saying, has helped them move forward. So how do I turn from a cold heart? Yeah, first of all, I am, I'm, I would grieve with you over brokenness in a mm -hmm. family. That, that is very hard. And I would just encourage you that um, don't, don't allow circumstantial peace to um, keep you from pursuing the will of God. I mean, uh, it says in Philippians that God is at work in us to will and to work for his good pleasure. And that's encouraging to me because it says the spirit is in us not only to give us the strength to do the work, but he will be conforming our will to him. So when, what, when God grieves over the rebellious or the lost, then we start having the same will that God has, the same heart that God has. So remember, when if Jesus is our sufficiency, we have all we need in him. I think sometimes we look to other people for things, for affirmation or um, comfort. Jesus has promised he will be that. Uh, we like to say in the counseling ministry, we can be a getter from Jesus and a giver to others. So just uh, spending time with the Lord, knowing he will be your sufficiency, and then out of obedience, praying for reconciliation or restoration, knowing that God will 
start conforming your will to his, and you will also start beginning to see how God works in that to the praise of his glory. At, you know, we can count that at, at one day we will go, wow, I never saw that coming. And so I would just be faithful to the Lord out of gratitude for what he's done. Continue to pray like Nehemiah did for reconciliation, and then just be faithful with opportunities when they come to be kindness, truth. You're not responsible for anybody's response. You're only responsible for being faithful. Yeah, and it, it can be hard to not have a hard heart right. in those difficult situations. Right. But that's not what we're called to do. Right. And it's, I don't know the circumstances, mm-hmm. so it's very hard sometimes to, um, to speak into it. But I think a lot of times we're hard-hearted. And I say this with as much grace as I can because of what we're not getting out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Um, so there's some, they, you know, their family, I shouldn't be treated this way. Our Savior was treated horribly by his brothers for most of his, you know, earthly life. It wasn't until really toward the end of his ministry and later that the brothers recognized who he was. And so that's just going to be a reality sometimes. Mm. Jesus is sufficient. There so. are all sufficiency. Yeah. Um, how do we reconcile God being all-knowing with him creating the world in the first place? In other words... Why would God create the world knowing billions of people would be going to hell? Well, that's a very interesting question. If it goes, it, in Ephesians, if you have the scripture, um, what we talked about uh, this when we covered it. It says in Ephesians, uh, it says just in verse Chapter 1, verse 4, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us as adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intentions of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace. So even before the creation of the world, he knew that those who would come to spend eternity with him would be through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He knew there would need to be a sin bearer. So it says he did it for the praise of his glory. And so I, as the created, I can come in and say, well, that doesn't seem right or fair. Or I can say, no, he's creator and say, this is the truth. This is how he chose to work to display his greatness and recognize at some point I may or may not know in heaven all of his purposes, but I'm limited. He is not. And it says he did this so that all of his attributes, all of his glory could be displayed. And as a creator, his creature, I come to that, I believe what the scripture says, and his ways are higher than my ways. And he sent Christ for all, not for some, not for just the Jews, but for the Jews and the Jews, right. for all people right. with the opportunity to accept Christ. That's right. And sometimes in our limited mind, they seem inconsistent, mm-hmm. but he is, God is outside of us. He is bigger than us. And so our job is just to be faithful. As a believer, it just gives me even more appreciation for the grace he poured out on me. And he says that he works through the prayers of his people to bring others to him. So I'm going to hopefully in growing measure be more obedient in doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so next question, how does a person who is not yet a Christian but seeking to go to church not feel chastised when they are trying to grow in Christ? 
Okay. Um, chastises trying to grow in Christ. Um, so just parsing that question a little sure. bit. First of all, speaking from the church standpoint, we, I hope if you have questions about Christ, you would feel welcomed here. We're not a perfect church, but we try to be, and we recognize a healthy church will have unbelievers. Why is that? Because those of us who do believe are so grateful and want to share that with others that we would be inviting people to come check it out and learn about Jesus. Uh, as far as feeling chastised, um, you know, I would just encourage you to make sure that you're not judging others' motives, because if I'm excited about Jesus and you're, you're not there yet, I'm going to want to tell you about it. I'm not intending to chastise you. I'm just giving you the reasons for the hope I have, as it says in scriptures. Could some people be uh, belligerent about it? Absolutely. Uh, so, but I, if, if you're someone who has questions, you reach out to me, to Doug, uh, others on staff. We'd love to sit down, and there are no uh, bad questions when it comes to really wanting Absolutely. to know and understand Jesus. We also have a program, Alpha, which is great for people who have questions. Uh, I think I learned they probably won't start again until September, but mm -hmm. I would mark that on your calendar say that's a great way to come with people with similar questions as well, trying to uh, figure this all out and come and uh, participate in Alpha and a uh, good place to ask your questions. Yeah, and just the heart behind um, someone who's not yet a Christian but seeking to go to church, that desire to be here and to yes. hear the word of God is just, it's yes. great and continue to do so. Yeah, and it's a reminder to our body, to those of mm -hmm. us who believe, it's only by grace that we're saved, so we need Absolutely. to be gracious with those who are still asking, asking questions. We, we're not saved because we figured out and we were smarter. It was the grace of God. So mm -hmm. church, we need to remember that we need to speak graciously toward those who are still um, thinking and trying to process. Yes, it's only by the grace of God right. that we have been saved right. <laughs> and are here today sure. to be able to do this. So. Um, so anything else? I know you'd mentioned, had you, do the, if had you done the sermon again, you'd do it backwards, but anything else you would want to add that you didn't have time to fit yeah. in this morning? Oh, I don't know if I had time. I really wanted, there's uh, just have been struck lately in my studies of the scripture, how much the God's glory and our joy and delight are inter intertwined, how mm -hmm. God, he is glorious. He is almighty. But the more we recognize and see it, just the more utter delight and joy we will have. And just the thought that we will see glimpses and pieces of that in this life, although this, this world is still falling and fading away, but in heaven, it's going to be you know, that type of praise and just uh, uh, sheer excitement on steroids forever. That was forever. a great clip. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just the thought that that will be yeah. our hearts before the Lord forever, I want, every, I want everyone to experience that. So we need to get about sharing the good news. Absolutely. When you yep. experience the grace of God, and then as you were talking about experiencing the promises of God in our life, it's those reminders, those moments, those milestones, if you right. will, um, that return us to that praise. And how can we not praise him for the goodness that he's provided? I mean, yeah. you, it's amazing. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Awesome. Well, we thank you so much for your questions and really appreciate you teaching this yeah. morning and answering questions. Such a great encouragement. So thank you for joining us and would really encourage you um, to pray these promises this week. What an incredible opportunity 
um, to, to be in the word um, and to see him and anticipate his uh, working of his promises. And then also mm. want to remind you, we mentioned it in the service. So tonight at 530 is a red to green prayer dinner. And so if you would like to join us, we would love to have you and would ask that you register so we know to expect you. You can find that on our website on the homepage or on the red to green page. It's really going to be a cool opportunity. Yeah. All ages, bring the family. Um, it's going to be a fun time. So we look forward to seeing you there. Child care zero to four there, right? Yes, child care is available for kiddos zero to four. Right, good. It'll be fun. So we hope you'll join us. Look forward to meeting you if it's your first time here. And hope you guys have a great week. Have a blessed week.